0: those of us who have been coming we know that um, we are studying uh, the book of Timothy second Timothy and uh, we are now in chapter 3 so what the Lord is going to help me to speak about today is Timothy uh, second Timothy 3 uh, verses 1 up to 9 so I'll read through then you know uh, some of the things that the Lord has laid upon my heart I will share uh, for us to be able to ponder on (coughs) godlessness in the last days so let's take it from there but mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days, people will be lovers of themselves lovers of money boastful proud abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, con- uh, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying his power, having nothing have nothing to do with them. They are the kind who worm their way into homes and gain control over weak willed women who are loaded down with sin and are swayed by all kinds of evil desires, always learning but never able to acknowledge the truth just as Janus and Jambres oppose Moses, so also these men oppose the truth. Men of depraved mind, who, as far as the faith is concerned, are rejected. But they will not get very far because in the case of those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. I think we've seen in what God has been teaching us from the uh, second Timothy from the very beginning what Paul has been encouraging Timothy all about Uh, it's about the fact that he need to be encouraged once you become a Christian you need to be encouraged and that encouragement will help him to be able to accomplish what God wants him to accomplish in the church that he was leading And it's also very important for us to be able to uh, note, especially what was uh, read last week, some of the things that he was asked to do, uh, that he has to pursue righteousness. So we can see that encouragement, that these are some of the things that we all have to do. We have to pursue righteousness and make sure that we push certain things aside. But not only that, but he is trying to encourage him that, All these things that he's seen, he has to be aware that there there will be, you know, terrible times ahead of him or terrible times in the last days. Uh, We've seen in some of the messages that have been given already that uh, there were people who were teaching false teachings in in the church and other things. And they were some of the things that Paul was encouraging, Paul, um, Timothy, not. To get himself into that situation but here we are seeing a different thing altogether because he's saying that uh, there are certain things that he has to understand and I believe as Christians we have to know our times because he's talking about the last days the last days Uh, initially I was thinking that the last days are just Uh, The last days, but some of the books that uh, Alex gave out for me to read through, I realized that uh, even from the Old Testament, they've been talking about last days. And those last days they were referring to, some were related to when Jesus was you know, going to come to this earth in terms of he was born to the world. So they were talking about last days around that time, people were prophesying into the future. And from that time also, people have been talking about last days, meaning that from now to when Christ will come. So we can see that we are in the last days. That is very important for each and every one of us to note that uh, Paul was encouraging Timothy that in the last days, terrible times will happen. You know, there will be terrible times. And as a church, we have to understand that we are in the last days. Because when we know the times, then we'll be able to know how to evangelize to the world. We'll be able to know when these things are happening, we we can confirm that this is what the Lord has already spoken about. And it will help us to be able to live the lives uh, God wants us to live. So it's very clear that in the last days, there will be terrible times. Uh, I believe that if we want to look back let's say for 20 years or so people will say that maybe the world was maybe better or than before than what we see today in terms of wickedness and in terms of other things we can see that maybe things are better than before so we can confirm that uh, with this terrible times that Paul was encouraging Timothy, uh, is very clear that it's with us. Because we can see, day in and day out, on our radio station, television station, we can see so many things happening around us. And it all boils down to men on, the, on this planet. But why is, is Paul encouraging uh, Timothy in this way? Uh, the reason being that it will encourage him to be able to uh, endure to the very end. And as a church and as individuals, we have to be able to also understand it in the same way so that we will be able to endure uh, to the very end. What are some of the things that he was telling him about that will happen in the last days if we look at from verse 2? He says that people will be what? Lovers of themselves. People will be nervous of themselves. If we look at this, we can see that if somebody is a lover of himself, the Bible has made it very clear that we have to love the Lord our God with all our mind, with all our hearts, and with all our souls. And we should also love our neighbors as ourselves. Now, he says that in the last days people will be lovers of themselves so this thing that the Lord has told us that we have to love him wouldn't be the focus and that is something we have to be aware the world around us will be lovers of themselves we will be lovers and that lovers of uh, themselves wouldn't happen only in the world but in the church It will be part of us. It will be part of the church. And that is what we have to be very careful of. And uh, Paul encouraging Timothy. That these are some of the things you really have to understand. That it will happen in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves. So the object of worship will be they themselves. Individuals themselves. Because they will love themselves. Not God the creator. And that is a very big issue for us to be able to look at, especially as a church, when we want to evangelize the world, who are lovers of themselves. It's a big challenge for us. Lovers of themselves. And it's not only lovers of themselves, but another lovers of money. Lovers of money. So if we have people who are lovers of money, then definitely their time and their effort and everything, their energy, as we were told this morning, everything will be geared towards making money. And there won't be time for them to be able to worship God. There won't be time for them to be able to do the things of God. So this is another thing that we really have to be very careful of. As a church, we are supposed to evangelize. We are supposed to help, in that sense, people who are what? Loving money. So money is the key. And it's not God himself. Now, they are lovers of what? Themselves. Lovers of money. Because if you get money, you get the power. And if you get you get power, you know, you don't need any help from the Lord. So... You know that you can trust yourself. You can do whatever you want to do. So with money, you, you, it, it can buy you whatever you need. So your dependence on God will be, wouldn't be that great. You will depend upon your own self. So here we are, it means that Paul was encouraging Timothy that in the last days we can see within the church, within outside, that people will be depending upon them, their own effort, their own self, but not God. And we can see clearly we are pushing God aside day by day because we think that we can do things in our own self. so that's another thing to, to note in terms of loves of those things. quickly, there is another lover of things because there are three lovers of things in, in the things that uh, Paul has stated, but that one is not. Following this one so which uh, I will jump that one uh, to look at it and that one is um, somewhere around uh, verse 4 okay so it says that they will be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God so in the last days we are seeing people who will be lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God lovers of pleasure uh, they can bring this into the church and they will make that, oh, the church should be like the world. You know, because they want things to happen in a relaxed form, in a way that they feel comfortable to handle than what God wants the church to do. So we really have to be very careful. It's, it's the same thing. If, if we want to evangelize them, we may think that, oh, let us do it in a way they will understand it. Or they will like it. Not just understand, but they will like it. And these are some of the things that we really have to be very careful of. So that we don't go to their standard, but we go to the standard of God. The way God wants it is what we have to put across to the world. And make sure that people come to Christ to know the truth. That He is the one that they need to worship. But it is made very clear here that these three lovers... Will have problems, you know. If we have these three lovers, then it will block us from worshiping God. It will prevent us from doing what God wants us to do. So, these three lovers doesn't go with, you know, we being able to serve God faithfully. Uh, with these three lovers, he says something over there. Uh, if we have these three lovers, then from verse 5 going, we will come back to um verse the other verses later. They 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 have form of godliness but deny its power. They have form of godliness, but they deny its power. So if we desire to be lovers of you know self, lovers of money, and lovers of pleasure, then we, we are prevented from uh, being lovers of God. And by so doing, the Bible says that we can have the form of godliness, but deny <coughs> the power, the actual power that will help us to be able to do what God wants us to do. It's very important with this, because when I read this, I was reflecting seriously on this, because this is a deception straight away. It says that they have a form of godliness. But they deny the power. They deny the power that we uh, we are supposed to use to serve the Lord. So, for a church like that, where people are interested in themselves, people are interested in money, people are interested in pleasure, and they have a form of godliness, but they don't allow the power of the Holy Spirit to work through is something that is not pleasing to God. But they are the sort of church that will happen in the last days. They are the sort of church it's all over the place and sort of people who will exist on this planet in the last days because that is what Paul was saying, that this is what will happen in the last days. So as a church, to evangelize to people with this attitude, with people, in this, you know, uh, with this sort of behavior, means that it's something that we have to trust the Holy Spirit to lead us through. We can't do this in our own self, and we need to encourage one another because to have a form of godliness and denying its power is a big challenge. This, <laughs> it was interesting. I, I was reading my small Bible in, on the train and somewhere in the week. And I was reading the same um, Timothy, chapter 3. And a gentleman was sitting by me. And he said to me, Oh, you're reading the Bible? Timothy, are you very young? I said, Oh, I'm not young. <laughs> is, it, is it that? Are you young? That's why you are reading Timothy? I said, No, uh, I guess you're a Christian. He said, Oh, yeah, by the grace, I'm a Christian. And you know, it enlightens me. Yeah, we're very happy chatting to each other about it. Then, when I was reading this, I said to him, This is a big challenge to me having a form of godliness and denying the power. And he said, Yeah, it's true. Institutions around are even like that. But when he mentioned it, I can, you know, foresee some institutions that claim they are church. I don't want to mention names, but you think about them, you know, um, they are, you know, churches that people would think that, oh, they have a form of godliness, but they don't have the power, the Holy Spirit, who works through, you know, us. So these are some of the things we really have to be very careful of as uh, Christians in the last days so we've seen how when we love things it takes us away from the love of christ and these three things these three lovers easily prevents us from loving god if we love these three things it takes us away entirely from god apart from these three things what are some of the things that paul uh, was encouraging uh timothy to be aware of in the last days he says part of the verse two people will be boastful uh from one of the books it was saying that oh in in the past when when people say they are boastful uh there are people who have certain power in terms of maybe medicinal power or something and they go to places and they say that oh i can heal i can do this but nowadays it's not just that we can see that people are boastful uh, because uh, of what they have you know so we can be boastful of maybe the background of our education we can be boastful from the source of money that we have and it's all because of the love that we pursue the love of money the love of pleasure and the uh, you know uh, self this will cause us to be what boastful you know, in the last days. So these are some of the results coming out from the sort of love we pursue. Uh, we will be boastful and we will be proud. Uh, I've said it some time before. And again, uh, if we look at the enemy, Satan, uh, it's not the sort of things that sometimes we struggle with, that he was thrown out from heaven to death. It's just pride. So pride is one of the top sins but sometimes we don't see it that way. Pride is what brought him down. And here he's talking about people will be proud because of what you think you are. Is is the self itself is coming up. Because you love yourself, you want to give all your mind and everything to it, yourself and your attention is only for yourself. So you worship your own self. And do whatever you want to do, and that can uh, bring that sort of uh, behavior and He says, people will also be abusive, and uh, it, to me, it comes as a result of you know what you have. you know all these things have been listed for us to be able to know that there are things that uh, can prevent us from doing the will of God, and there are behaviors that god doesn't approve of. And he shows clearly that uh, there are behaviors that can lead us to disobedience. Because he said here, disobedient to their parents. So we can see in the last days, people will be disobedient to their parents. And it's all over. It's clear in our faces. We can see it all around us that they will be uh, disobedient to our parents, to their parents. That is a very big challenge isn't it I don't know whether we see this as as something that we have to seriously pray so that we will do our part because somewhere that we we've read I don't know whether it's Timothy that we read and we've gone through but we are supposed to hand over you know we have to teach people who can also teach I think it's Timothy We have to teach people who can also teach. But how can the church teach people who can teach when they have these sort of characters, you know, characteristics in them? So it's a matter of prayer to be able to make sure that by the time we are gone, we are handing over to people who are ready to teach the word of God in truth. Because all these things are there, disobedient to their parents. So children that are coming are disobedient to their parents. They are not ready to hear the word of God. But we have the responsibility to make sure that we do our part. We tell them the truth. We let them know that we are in the last days. And, you know, some of these are just uh, things that are passing. And they won't last because we will see it at the very end. Uh, Apart from that, people will be ungrateful, Uh, so whatever you do to them, they won't appreciate it, and it's all over the place. People will be only ungrateful when they are proud of what they have, and it's because of the love of themselves, love of money, and love of pleasure that can result in people being ungrateful. Uh, People will be unholy. And this, I was also reflecting on how people will be unholy. The reason being that the Bible says that because of the word, you have been cleansed, you have been made holy because of the word. And because people will shun the word of God, people will be unholy. Because they won't, you know, desire the word of God in in their own individual lives. So here we can see that... The word of God is being pushed away. Not only in this nation, every nation. Word of God is pushed away. In the past, word of God used to be in schools because when I was, you know, uh, in the primary school and those uh, type of uh, level of education, they were teaching us the word of God in school. Now, if you go back to my nation, it's the same thing. It's pushed away. Not this nation alone. All other nations. We are always pushing the word of God away so we are people who don't want to be holy but want to do our own things and they are the generation uh, that the Bible is talking about that in the last days this is what is going to happen we are you know having people unholy, without love so we don't have any love for for Christ because although That was the question I was asking myself already he says that they are lovers of money they are lovers of themselves lovers of pleasure so how come that they don't have love without love but here Bible says that God is love God is love the nature of God is love so that is what he's talking about they are in not having that love that love that can you know help one another that love that can you know care for somebody else they don't have it. It's just me and myself and all that I want to do. And that is the warning uh, Paul was giving to Timothy. Be very careful of these people. You see, he mentioned all these things and he advised him. And that's the advice he's given to us in the same verse 5, the last portion of it. He says they have nothing to do with them have nothing to do with them although he's saying have nothing to do with them in other words, don't desire this thing don't love the things that they want to love but we are supposed to evangelize them because that is what Christ is telling us we are supposed to preach to to such people we are supposed to tell them the truth so that is the challenge And we can easily do that unless we pray seriously into these things because we know that in the last days, they are bound to come. And we are supposed to pray into these situations uh, to make sure that we we, um, are able to do what God wants us to do from that angle. And let's see how, you know, when they have all this nature, what sort of church or how do they evangelize to the community? And that is where, uh, from verses up to 9, uh, we can see what God was, um, Paul was teaching uh, Timothy. It says that the way they, uh, some of the people who lead in these areas, they do, is that um, they, they worm you know, their way into the homes of gay, uh, and gain control over weak-willed women. So we can see that there are weak people out there but these churches, these leaders, these people who want to take control over other weak people, they they have that strategy to go out there for the weak women and speak to them and convince them uh, because of the situation they find themselves in. Because Bible says that uh, who are loaded down with sins... So one thing with those weak women are what? Loaded down with sins and are swathed by all kinds of evil desires. So not only uh, loaded down with sins, uh, but also swathed by all kinds of evil desires. So there are so many things going on in people's life out there. And people take advantage of other people. So those who teach the false teachers, they find a way into the homes of these people and find a way of uh, getting them into their camp. It says that those women are people who are always learning but never able to acknowledge the truth. We have people like that who are always learning but not able to acknowledge the truth. Always learning not able to acknowledge the truth and we need to pray that people of that nature don't continue to you know, be in that nature but be able to see that revelation that God uh, gives to mankind to be saved because other than that they get themselves you know, uh, into churches which don't help them because they are not telling the truth they are not preaching the truth to them. And he is making an, a very clear example in uh, verse 8. That just as Janus and Jambres oppose uh, Moses, so also these men oppose the truth. And these men, he says that they are men of depraved mind, who as far as the faith is concerned are rejected so even in Moses time we, we all know that story uh, when um, Moses was sent to Pharaoh <coughs> Pharaoh's palace and when he went there he was asked you know, God asked, uh told him to do a miracle and Pharaoh also challenged by letting his magicians do the same thing so they were doing the false aspect of it and he said uh, Paul was encouraging uh, Timothy that this shouldn't be new to you because the message, the true message that you are preaching there are people who are doing the same thing but in a false way, in, in a very uh, opposed way and that's uh, how they did to Moses and it's not only that we can see in scripture that whenever God moves and moves in a better direction we get opposition coming in Uh, doing something else. And he he described those people as people with what? Depraved minds. Depraved minds. And uh, as far as the faith is concerned, they've been rejected. But they keep on teaching other people. Uh, Another encouraging uh, thing that we, we learn from all these is that In verse 9, but they will not get very far because, as in the case of these or those men, their folly will be clear to everyone. So, we know that the enemy will oppose us, the enemy will challenge us, but there is an end to the plan of the enemy. So, as we do the work of God around this time, knowing that these are the last days. We have to do it with all our minds, with all our hearts, with all our souls, and know that even when the enemy is fighting us, when the enemy is uh, working against us, we know that he's got an end. But what God has planned for us will prevail. And especially the song that um, Jeff led us to read and sing, uh, that is uh, 34. I read the verse the second standard and to me that should be the prayer so I just want to read that portion again may now your church rise with power and love this glorious gospel proclaim in every nation salvation will come to those who believe in your name help us bright light to this uh, bring light to this world that we might speed your return so to me this should be a prayer for all of us you know so shall we pray